You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. And now, your starting lineup for Dirty Mo Doe. Up first from the great state of Ohio, he's the degenerate of the group who bets on anything he watches, the Chopper. Next, he's from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the man who does the real work crunching the numbers, the Professor. And last, hailing all the way from Maine, the crew chief of this misfit bunch, Steve Latar. All right, here we go. Dirty Mo Do Talladega edition. Everything seems normal. I'm in studio. Chop has fumbled around with my microphone, but got it turned on from his office. We're here. Good morning, Chop. How are you doing, bud? Fantastic. Fantastic. And why are we fantastic? Because we have the, th- the third of the three amigos back. The professor back from the beach. A little bit tanned. Man, I'm glad you put some sunscreen. I was worried about you, but you look pretty good. Yeah. The boys have yeah. fun. Tell yeah, me they raised great. as much heck as they could the whole time they were there. I hope Lucas went from sun up to sundown. I hope you need a vacation from your vacation. You know it. You know it. He's a mini you. I love it. Lucas, Graham, those boys, man, they are some good boys. They are some good kids. Chop, we got a lot to get into. Let's start with, let's stick with our normal plan, even though there's some low-hanging fruit out there we could jump into. A monster, monster weekend at the paperclip. Oh, it's big, really big. You know, we uh, we popped them pretty good this week. Twenty six units had the winner, bunch of head to heads. You know what we really missing though? We needed that professor to tell us they're gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> Without that, we did okay. Believe it or not, I'm telling you. Now for the professors. To, to defend him, we still used all his info and we did use his predictor. And, you know, we're, we're going to we're not going to kick him too much when he's down. I will say we had a couple liabilities that we got. I won't say lucky, but the data proved correct. Brees was better than I thought. Now they 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 faltered. That would have been a liability. Right, Chop? You weren't on Bruce yeah, Brees. No Brees. No Brees bets. Um, and it could have been bigger. What's that? I said the big, the big switch was Logano. I mean, we. He was crap all day, and that little last-minute uh, strategy on, on their part, you know, brought him up to make us uh, a couple head-to-head wins, and it was good. It was good. Briscoe, I mean, you had about everybody else. So the, the late, you know, the late couple yellows and tire strategies and staying out actually ended up helping the chop. We get Logano, as you mentioned, with some big head-to-heads. Uh, it was a great, it was a great book. Looking ahead, we're going to talk about strategy at Talladega because we were 
average at Daytona. You were much better in Atlanta, so we're going to talk into that. But before, let's talk about some guys. Um, here we go. Great day at the office, Cody Anderson. Let's see what he has right here. Oh, this is an interesting one. We're going to circle back around. Denny Hamlin over William Byron pays the bills. Uh, Ross Chastain over Kyle Busch. Was that a winner? That was a winner. Um, I'm just going through my social here, so I want to make sure I'm not lying to anybody. Martin Truex Jr. Um, won a little bit right here for a top three. That's a great bet. Kyle Larson, what did he have here? Um, he had Larson winning. Oh, so that's another good one. This is uh, Troy. We'll call it Doty. I apologize if I'm saying it wrong. So a couple of social media people followed along. Uh, Blake Parsons, he had a hammer. Uh, I'm not going to take the shot he does at Denny Hamlin because let's circle back to the shot. Chop came in hot last week, fired at Denny. Denny come back on Monday, fired back. But I'm going to defend Chop for a minute. He fired at Denny, but what was what was lost in this whole argument is he still bet him. So, oh yeah, <laughs> was that the strategy? Was it like throw some insults out there and then put some money in? To see you got to know what motivates the guy. I think Gabe Hart was ready to give me a call and just try to do it again this week. You know. <laughs> A motivational speaker. Just, you know, call the guy out. He did great. No call for my mom this week. So, so I will say we've been picking on Denny faltering late. And everybody wants to say Martinsville was the same because he didn't win. So let me put my analyst hat on. Incorrect. I went back and watched it two or three times. and looked at all the data. I think the 11 did everything they, they needed to do, and it just didn't fall their way. Russell, we see a lot of races, Professor, right? If you run a top five, sometimes they're going to fall your way. Sometimes there aren't, they aren't. But that's not because you did it wrong. Right. And the other ones, they had some execution issues. This one, I thought the 11 and make a note. My man said, circle it on the calendar. The 11 is going on a run. And then he showed up at Martinsville and it looked Denny Hamlin esque. So jumping ahead to Talladega, Professor, is there is there any way you aren't taking Denny Hamlin across the board at Talladega? Oh, I. I I can make an argument where you could take him and I can make an argument where you shouldn't take him. But overall, I would take him for sure. Um, well, give us and, give us some facts. Why are we taking him? Because I agree. It, it, he's finished top seven in in five of the last seven races. There, he's led in the last six races. There was he. He's won there what twice. So I, I don't see why why he's he's been good lately too. Right? He's he's on a roll. He's got that swagger back. Choppers lit a fire underneath him, and I think even carried over to the golf course. Did you see that he? Made a 70-foot bomb on the last hole to jump up the leaderboard. Good for him, right? Not enough to I'm catch the you. old fat guy, but, you know. It was good and for I him. I will they tell you, the other thing that was confirmed, though, we did this. I could touch my toes with a little warm-up. Chop, even though claimed he couldn't touch his toes, did touch his toes on the first tee, although Chop did say that post-pickleball, he can't touch his toes. No, no chance. Yeah. I, I freeze up then, but... Uh, he frees up. But the, the professor... He hasn't touched his toes since since adolescent is what it sounds like. He like when's the last time? What year did you touch your toes? Oh, I would say it was it was when I was twelve. Yeah, which is crazy because you're definitely the most athletic of the three of us. We're gonna have to get you in a yoga class. I'm gonna have to talk to Mrs. Mrs. Professor, get you into a hot yoga, get a little. We can't have an injury. And then producer Trav, I said, can you touch your toes? He didn't even answer it. He gave me such a look <laughs> on his face. I'm confident the answer is no because it was more of a. <laughs> Toe, he can't touch an ankle. He's over here to the right. He can't get an ankle bone. My man over here, he's a tibia fibia guy. Like he, he's nowhere near the ankle bone. Holy smokes. Oh boy. So, yep. So listen, 
It was a feud. We got we got Mike Davis tweeting in. We got everybody tweeting in. I will say I witnessed it. Um, they confronted each other in person. This is just not a microphone feud at the golf course. It was very cordial. They will say talked it out and, and the golf game began. So it was a good day uh, for some bad day for others. Unfor- luckily for us, those bad days are not on this podcast. We, we had That's a good right. day on the golf course. Real good. All right, let's talk strategy. What did you do different in Atlanta? Come on, Chop. Let's talk about this because Daytona, we hit, we fired heavy. It was the first race. You were like, man, I got to be all in. And then we had some late yellows and everybody was sad. We rolled it back to 20 units at Atlanta from your normal 40 or 50 units. Where did it you was, end up at Atlanta? Uh, plus 11 and a half. So that's a solid speedway day. Yeah. Well, we got Logano to win at 10 to 1, which is a big, big helper. Logano in a top three. And then we had Logano over, we faded Larson. So we had Blaney and Logano over Larson for wins. LaJoy top 10 popped. So, I mean, that was, that's pretty much the bulk of it. The Logano, you know, betting the Fords and fading Larson was kind of the, and get, and sneaking LaJoy in there were kind of the strategies back then. All right. So if we go with that same sort of strategy, Russell, let's flip this day. Let's not talk about our favorites. We're going to get to them. But I would like to talk about your your antis, your fades. For the listener who's just tuning in, if this is your first episode, fade basically means someone we don't believe in, somebody we're going to bet against across the board, probably in all of the matchups, somebody we don't think. You know, when I say I'm going to fade somebody, that means there no money's going on them. If anything, my money's going on the other side. Is there a driver, a group of drivers? Do you have anybody, professor, that you have some real confidence on their numbers at least say, man, they're just Talladega and them. They're, they're not, the, they're, they're not lining up. L- Larson's your, your big guy. So we're fading him again. Yeah. He, he's just not a super speedway guy. He wasn't a Martinsville guy either though. Till last week. No, but hold on. The only say, the only guy that said he wasn't a Martinsville guy was Kyle Larson. He ran second there last fall. He's Mr. Whole home. Can't believe I won there. I'm like, well, the only guy who can't believe you won there is Kyle Larson. I mean, is that fair, Professor? Like, he's, yeah, he's which I appreciate the humility I'm picking on him, but I appreciate the humility because that's, it, it's not made up. Like, that's real. That's what he thought. But I'm going to tell you, he, he, he's, he's that guy that ho hums his way to a 76, missed a few putts. You know, like the guy, the guy is really good behind the wheel. All right. So, Fade Larson. Yeah. He's, he has three top tens at Talladega, 19 starts. Woo. Wow. Okay. Chops on board. That's that right <laughs> like that, there. Enough. Enough. My pen. Sold. Sold. Asterix. Fade Larson. How about somebody else? Anybody else? Or is that your big one? Well, Truex. I don't. He's just. He's never won on this kind of track either. So, um, I. I don't know how you. you bet so him professor. Either. So professor. <laughs> professor. Look at his DraftKings odds. Look at his FanDuel odds to win. What's the magic number? Tell me the number. I know you have it. Go ahead and throw it out one. there. 30 to 1. You ready for what this? What is Chop? Yep. You ready? Yeah. Four of the last five Super Speedway winners were 30 to 1 odds. Oh, there you go. So here you go. And my Starts guy Truex is 30 to 1. 31. Truex. I'm, I'm going to give you the list. Truex, 30 to 1. You can find Suarez at 30 to 1 or 33 to 1. Dylan, 30 to 33 to 1. Briscoe is a, is a 35 to 1. And then the next one is Priest, who's longer. So there's only Truex, Suarez, Dylan, and Briscoe. Harvick. Oh, he's way better. 
Harvick. Oh, no, there is a 30 to one book at DraftKings. There you go. Harvick. Oh, my good. Wow. Oh, chop. Like, oh, like you, you see go. the excitement on his face. And oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. I circled that early. He's real good on my predictor, too. All right, yeah, let's jump into the. OK, OK, so let's just. You and I are going to split on Truex. The stats say fade Truex, and I know why they do. Professor, I'm with you. I've read the stats, but I'm telling you something different this year about Truex. I don't, maybe it's his last year. Maybe his, you know, give a damn is dialed down to a point where he's just going to freewheel it at Talladega. I don't know. It's a little bit, I'm going to tell you, Truex at Talladega is a little bit like my Chase Elliott at Martinsville, right? I wasn't for or against. I was like, man, I don't know. My stomach is feeling weird about him. I feel the same way about Truex. Like in his last year, wouldn't it be kind of surreal professor if Truex wins his Talladega race? If this Now, I'm not saying it is his last year, but we thought last year might be, right? So his years are numbered whenever it's coming. Yeah, he's 0 for 75 on drafting tracks. Michael Waltrip is 0 for 5,000 and something or whatever. Is, is 462. Yeah. 462. <laughs> 0 for 462. All right, so there's our fade. Let's fade. Let's, let, we can all agree on Larson. Let's heavy talk, Larson. I'm going to put a little asterisk next to Truex. You dropped your 30X nugget. So 30X nuggets are uh, Harvick. I like that, Trav. Put him in green. Um, let's talk Jones. Jones is a 30X nugget. Do you like Jones or no, Professor? Let's go through the 30s because that's a great starting point. I, I do like Jones. You like Eric Jones? Eric Jones is in the, yeah, right there. We can get him at 36 to 1. So you re ready for this? He's been um, top 10 in five of the last six at Talladega. Finished six in both races there last year. I'm making our, our, making our list right here, Chop. Yeah, I like All that. All right. Um, I'm skipping Stenhouse only because he's not 30 to 1. We're sticking in our 30 to 1 bucket. Almarola, I could find him at 30 to 1 on one book at Caesars. Yeah, he's one there. If, if you're going to pick him to somewhere, this is a good good week to pick him. All right, I'm going to make a list. We're going to go through him here. Almarola, nope, not Busher. Truex, we kind of talked about him, putting him off to the side. I think you have to have to put something on him now, Chop, that we talked about him. Uh, Suarez, he's 30 to 1, hey. and Dylan and Briscoe. Suarez, Dylan, and Briscoe. I like Austin Dillon, won at Daytona last year. He's a super speedway guy. Um, he was second in this race last year, too. So, And now, listen, there's a penalty coming for the three car, and I think that makes him a bigger favorite at Talladega because if he loses those 60 points, Chop, the only way to the postseason for Austin Dillon is victory lane. The points bucket, forget it. He lost roughly half his points or a third of his points. If the penalty stands, I don't even know if they're appealing it. Neither here nor there. My point is... This penalty took Austin Dillon from, man, I hope I have a good run, to Austin Dillon, I have to win. So I'm not sure I would take him as a top 10 because I think it's checkers or wreckers. That's like the old saying, it's checkers or wreckers for the three car. But I like the 30 to one little nugget that the professor brought in. I think the pe penalty is going to put Austin Dillon in a pressure situation. His crew chief not being there is going to be of zero consequence when it comes to Talladega. Strategy will be easier. Um, so I like Austin Dillon for that reason. I think he's backed into a corner. Good analysis. Russell's back. I'm getting the silent nod. I need to audible <laughs> agree. The people need to know you agree, Russell. I, I agree. You got a new mic. Use it. It's brand new. <laughs> I, I told you already that I liked Austin Dillon before you went on your rant. That's true. That's where he started. I don't agree with him. All right, so this is our list then. Harvick, Jones, Almirola, Truex, Suarez, Br Dylan, Briscoe. You say Harvick, check. Jones, love him. Dylan, love him. Those three are your top. Yes. 
And, and then Truex, I think we, you and I have an emotional thing for Truex, so I, I want him to win, and you think he's going to win. So, I, I, something happened a long time ago, and I don't want to bring it back up, but I need the guy to win. <laughs> I know what it was. <laughs> I, we're not bringing it up. We're How about Briscoe at thirty-five to one? Give me some Briscoe nuggets, Professor. Hold on. Um, eh, nah. Ooh, ooh. One he was tenth there in the fall. I, that's about as good as you're gonna get. Yes. Well, then let's he flip. Was, to he the- was good last week. I, you know, like they're running better. I just don't know that this is his. Is Ford gonna be the thing again? The you know is that the initial boost to get the Ford power in there? Yeah, they were so good at Atlanta, right? And they're they're good at they won. I think ten of the last fifteen at at Talladega. So, Steve, listen, you think Ford? St- yes, Stenhouse did a nice job at Daytona. But let's not forget he was he won. This is not a discount. There's no the trophy is in the trophy case and the money all but a couple hundred bucks is in his wallet because the two hundreds in Chops wallet after a good. Oh, uh, I love day. that Ricky money <laughs> at the golf I course. Love Ricky money. Uh, what I was going to say is Lagana was, what, three or four feet away from winning it. So it's not like it was a Chevy freight train that Ricky was at the front of. That was where I was going with that. So I think betting against the Fords would be a mistake. So let's flip to the top of the page then. Favorites, Blaney, Logano, Elliott, Byron, Hamlin. We already talked Larson, Keslowski. There's some Fords mixed in there. 12 to 1, 11 to 1. So, couple questions. First, Professor, who do you like? And then, Chop, give us your gut. A pit like is 11, 11 to one is is actually a long shot favorite versus a normal week, but at Talladega, man, I don't, you know. No, I think I, I would rather stay in the 15, 14 to twenty to thirty range and try to pop those guys. Are we? So, I have a good, I have a real question for you, Chop. Here you go. Are we standing at the Ryan Blaney roulette table? And it just keeps going red. Just keeps going red. Ryan Blaney's on black. It just keeps going red. It's been red now for a year and a half. For no other reason than Blaney, first of all, is good at Talladega. Correct, Professor? Really, really good at Talladega. Really good. He's actually, he's actually first on the predictor. And yet he first has a the- 50, 55 race winless streak. And he's the favorite. Like, how does this happen? So my question to the gambler, do you keep betting red or do you just keep burning on that other color thinking Blaney's going to come through at some point? Can you afford that. to miss him is the question. No, I, I, I think this week it's Blaney's week. Something told me earlier this week, it just is Blaney's week. I, I, you know, I have to, like, people are going to get sick of hearing this, but I think it's kind of like, here's, what, here's, here's why we're like this. I'm going to tell you why we're like this. Because the scar tissue of missing Ricky at Daytona is real. And we cannot miss another one that we think could happen. That's right. We're not missing him again, Ricky. I'll tell you that. Chop will lose a unit. Chop will lose a unit out of principle. But wouldn't you bet Logano over Blaney? Like, they're the same. I'm going to bet them both. So, you know, I guess, you know, the way that we've been winning, you know, we've hit every winner every week except for the first week. Uh and it's been because we've taken, you know, the four or five, three or four favorites, and then three or four mid-pack guys in case the long shot hit. And that's, you know, it's been covering the bets every week. Plus, we get a little plus. Um, 
And we're just waiting for that guy to, you know, someone to pop it at 18 or 25 or 30 to one to really make it good for the year. But, you know, we're head on the, on the picking the winner. We're up units for the year because of that strategy. And I think I'd go the same way again with Logano and Blaney and Hamlin. And uh, I, I will know. say this. I don't think Keselowski at 15 to one is enough. Yeah, but you can get him at 145 for top 10. So there's where, no, I like where that. Keselowski So So, in. yeah. So, so, okay. So as we go down the list, right? I like Blaney Logano to win. Yep. Uh, let me, let Chase, me real, oh, go ahead. Real, Fire. The predictor's got Chastain at, at two. And he, of course, he's been good there what, the last year. He was second place in the spring last year. No, that's Cedric. Where's, uh, yeah. The one was uh, two top straight five. top fives. Two straight yeah. top fives. What do you think about that, Professor? I mean, he's top of the board, which is rare. Yeah, uh, and he's been – the other thing is he's been top two in three of the last seven on super speedways or drafting tracks. He's been top ten in five of the last seven on drafting tracks. So that's why that's swayed like that. Okay. What know. is he for a top ten? Minus Plus. – No, he's minus 117. No, Barstool, you can get him at plus 135. Oh, wow. Okay. So, listen, let, I'm going to go on a little tangent on top tens. Shop them, guys. Shop them, shop them heavy. I'm just going to call them out by names. We have no affi- affiliation, so for that reason, I'm calling them out. Ross Chastain, and it's currently, as we sit here and record, is a minus 140 Caesars top 10. It is a plus 135 Barstool top 10. That is 75-point wow. swing. Guy, like, so, so let me, for the non-gambler, let me just tell you what this is. This is going to the gas station, and you got to put gas in your car, and it's three bucks a gallon on this corner, and it's three seventy-five over here. You're not gonna go pay three bucks. Ain't gonna happen. Or excuse me, you're not gonna go pay three seventy-five. You're gonna go to three bucks even if you have to wait in line. So, it doesn't cost anything to be a member at all these sports books. It's electronic. It's on your phone. Shop them all. Sign up for them all. Like force these books to get to work, force them to give you some good odds, spread your bets, right? Chop. You're not like you, you take, you should, if the, if the Travis, a spreadsheet, I'm gonna give Travis a credit. He's shopped the books. We got MGM, Caesars, bet rivers, barstool, all spread across. We got DraftKings in some categories, shop your books. You're getting a huge, we're not talking a dime, huge variance of your money. Sorry. That was my rant. It's not the podcast without your rant. Well, you got to have one. That's my rant. I let you have a rant last week and it carried over for two weeks. So you're done ranting for a while. Holy smokes. Back in the box. Back in the box. You're back in the computer box. (laughs) They let me out one week. Then they throw me back into the box. Telling you, put him back in the box. All right. I love a Chastain top 10. Let's start back at the top. Blaney, we like. Logano, we like. How about Chase Elliott? Georgia zone. Most popular driver. Busted leg. Also must win. Well, A1 here won this race in the fall. And I'm telling you, if he does, I'm glad I'm not in the TV booth because, well, actually, the new TV booth is not bad, but Chop, when when someone like Chase wins, it shakes so bad. You The old TV booth, look at look at Professor shaking his head. Dale Jr. You wondered, won there. Dale Jr. Yeah. won there, and I thought we were going to the ground. Like, yeah. this thing was swaying <laughs> and shaking. The new TV booth is nice. So, Talladega. I appreciate the upgrade. I'm going to be there in person. Oh, going to be great. Oh, breaking news. Oh, I'm going. A little day trip. So Chase Elliott, 
I mean, you just, he, that's it, professor. One there last fall. You got no more. That's the analyst you're going to need because I can get that on Google. I'm hoping you had a little bit more for me than that. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that enough to tell you to bet him? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. He's got, he's got three drafting track wins. Okay. I'll do it, it was, this way. He won, he won two of the last four draft drafting. If tracks. you're going to take a Hendrick car, he's the one you take. I do you would worry say about that his way. injury at all? Does he does he have any of that? Nope, nope, nope. Chase Elliott is a baller. Chase Elliott's a race car driver. Chase Elliott could care less about a broken left leg. He's he's all these guys. I'm not going down that road that they think about the risk. Nope, zero chance. They're going to strap it to a tin can, run to 200 miles an hour, inch around from one another. Nope, not a chance. Because if you're going to run fifth or tenth, guess what? That's just as dangerous as running first. So... I think Chase Elliott could care less that he's back from injury. All he cares about when he puts that, and here's why I say this, because when drivers put helmets on, there's, there's a reduced blood flow somewhere because they lose their minds most of the time. Well, the other thing is when they put their helmets on, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give them all credit. I pick on them. Every single driver that takes a green flag in Talladega's race, they are, they are, as, they are as gutsy as it comes, right? Like they're not thinking about getting hurt. So race car drivers are a different breed. So he could care less about his injury. What he's thinking about is I don't have enough points. Yeah. That's a question. Professor, does he have to win? Um, I believe he does. So I think, Chop, if you're going to take a Hendrick car, you have to take the one that has to win. I'm okay if you don't because I, I see where you're at there. Hamlin, we already discussed. How about, well, what about Keselowski? Bell, Bush, Chastain, we talked about. Bubba, Bubba, 20 to 1. I like Bubba. I like him for a top 10, but man, he just always seems to be like the bell of the ball. I like the top 10 for Bubba. Even what top, you know, top five at 375. He's got one finish better than 14th there. What about drafting though? He does well at Daytona, right? A rain shortened win. At Talladega. Yes. But, but he was good that whole day. Yeah, fair. Let's flip to the bottom of the board because everybody likes to talk long shots and we're going to Talladega. So let's talk some long shots. We've done the 30 to ones, but I don't even consider that they're longer, but they're not longs. Let's talk long shots. And if we're going to have any action on them, we're not committing you to a win here, chop. Let's talk about them. Uh, let's go below the 30 to ones. We have Ryan priest. He's 60 to one to win. He's 10 to one top three. He's five to seven to one top five, two and a half to one top 10. Any interest in priest? No. I, the, here's another one. McDowell. I, I don't disagree. I think we can move right along. McDowell, two and a half to one for a top 10. Is that still disrespecting McDowell? Yes. Yes. Where He's do you run top in day 10 in three of the last four races there? There you go. McDowell top 10, but two and a half yeah. times your money. You got to take it. Yeah. Um, you, you called out the LaJoy one. Now I'm going to tell you, he's only two and a half to one. Has he ever had a top 10 at Talladega? Atlanta feels like his like his jam, but I'm not sure your Talladega does. Yeah, he has two top tens there. Well, no, he's got one top ten there. We're gonna leave that one up to chop. I think so. Yeah. I, you know, they they put the Aspire put a lot more money into that program this year. They circled this race. They circled Daytona. This is a big shot, right? Atlanta. So I'm gonna they're gonna let him go. I would imagine, right? And uh, so I think top ten's an option. Hold on, what do you wear, chop? Oh, wait a minute. Whoop. There it is. <laughs> My man TJ set me up. 
Oh, Chop for the listeners is wearing a Spire Motorsports t-shirt. He wore his Spire shirt. Well, let's talk all Spire then. LaJoy is having a monster year. He's like top 25 or 26 in the points, right? Yeah. Had a little trip up at Martinsville. Got into a beating and banging contest with Kyle Busch. Guys, that never works. Kyle Busch doesn't care. He's going to hit you back. Um, Ty Dillon having a, just an atrocious year. Can't get anything going at Spire. Uh, he's seven and a half to one for a top 10. It could be. 50 to one and I wouldn't take it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I mean, how, Hill, many what cars? Finished? how many races have they finished? Listen, I, I, yeah, I don't think you're wrong here. I think the only way the 77 gets in the top 10 is you're going to have to have a couple big wrecks. I don't think he's going to drive his way up there. Yeah. Which we have how not about, seen in this new car. We have not new. seen that. We haven't. You're right. What's Hill in for equipment? That beard motorsports. Is it an RCR car or a beard car? I would assume it's an RCR car that's worked on by I'm not bet. I hear you. I can't bet on the assumption. Austin Hill's a heck of a speedway racer, but I just don't feel it. Uh, how about this? Is this disreg- How about Haley? Justin Haley. So now I would take Zane Smith over him. Okay. All right. Let's, let's just run through them real quick. We got Haley, Gibbs, Gillen, Harrison Burton, Gregson Smith, Herbst. You like Zane Smith driving or Greg row? Yeah, one of those two. They're both three to one on Barstool top ten. But they're both great in the lower lower series on this type of racing. You know, they don't have much experience in cup here. But, you know, if you're going to take a flyer. I got a question, Chop. You put a quarter unit on all the like 60s and 80 to ones just in case they hit. No. Okay. That was my question. No, I think, you know, I think if you're going to do that, you do that in the 30s and 40s or 20s and 30s and 40s, right? Yeah. You should have a shot. I think those guys, I mean, they're 100 to 1 for a reason. <laughs> they are. They are. All right. We spent a lot of time here. Let's screw anything before we leave this. I think we got what we're going to get. You skipped over Ricky. Oh, I just assumed for sure you were taking him. There's zero yeah. chance you're skipping Ricky Stenhouse after winning Daytona. Let's like, have a Stenhouse might- conversation. Stenhouse won Daytona. Chop wasn't on it. It's kind of our fault. We all got real cheeky. We all thought we were smarter than we were. And Stenhouse basically bloodied our nose with a win. Congratulations, Ricky Stenhouse. I believe he doesn't care now about, um, you know, he could care less about points. I think he's going to race real hard. I mean, I think you got to be on Stenhouse for something. Now, listen, I'm a Stenhouse checkers or records as well. Like, I don't I wouldn't bet Stenhouse top 10 or top five. Not here. Now, listen. All the other tracks, congratulations, Chop. Monster hit at Martinsville, by the way. Stenhouse yeah. top 10. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would take him either to win or a top three at like 650. I wouldn't waste my time at plus one and a half for top 10s because I think he's going to be zigging and zagging to the line. Makes sense. Professor? Yeah, well, the last time he won, so, so this was his third win, right? The Daytona this year. So the last time he won was 2017, and he won – two super speedway races in the same year. So I'll tell you the professor took a week off and he is flying in hot other than the chase Elliott one last fall crap stat. He gave us earlier. (laughs) Everything else has been, everything else has been top notch. Uh, (laughs) He hasn't shared his nugget yet. What's the nugget you've been holding out on us? Oh no, he gave it to us. Oh, Oh, the top 30. It was the 30 to one. Ah, nugget. Okay. He's Love been it. polishing that piece of gold like he chipped it out of somewhere in San Francisco a hundred years ago. What, what so- about this? What about this one? So we, I skipped over this with the Harvick. This is Harvick's 800th career start. Oh, that's a must. 
We liked him before, but let me tell you how this works. Everybody story, loves a round number. Everybody loves a storyline. Has it been has it been uh, eight hundred straight? Has he ever missed one? Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah, didn't he miss when he didn't he get suspended? Oh, please tell me that's the only reason his start straight. You know, who's the yeah. Iron Man or NASCAR currently? Who has the most? Um, consecutive. It, it's still probably Harvick. He's got five hundred or seven hundred and fifty-seven consecutive starts. Wow. Oh, yeah, we're going to be on Harvick everywhere, Trav. Chav says plus 165 top 10. I'm like, oh, we're going to be Harvick heavy. Let's slide over before we run out of time. Let's jump into this stuff because we're Faden Larson. Back to the start of the podcast, Faden Larson. Let's jump right into Larson head-to-heads. Larson head-to-heads. Who do we got him against? Let's talk about this. We got Larson against Bell, even money. We got Larson against... That's it. That's the only one I see up here on my current sheet. Check it out. See what else you can find over there, Trav, on Larson. We'll jump along on some other stuff while Trav's giving us some more Larson head-to-heads. Now, last I time think we this also, is, we took the head-to-heads only plus money head-to-heads. So that's the other thing I agree on. Listen, we have some stats, but this is this is almost like a bingo ball. It's That's unfair. I'm going to take that back. That's doing a discount to what these guys are going to do. Some guys are going to run better than others always when you go to Talladega. It's just a question if they can stay out of the mess. That's The, the whole bingo ball thing is really just BS. It's not bingo ball. Denny Hamlin's very good at it. Bubba's very good at it, right? Logano's very good at it. The list is long of people that are very good at it. Some are not very good at it, but when I make a mistake, you know, it could take 10 very good guys with me. So it's not a bingo ball. How about groups? Plus money groups. Group A is a monster group. Logano, Blaney, Hamlin, Elliott. No, thank you. Group B, Kozlowski, Byron, Bell, Bush. No, thank you once again. Why? Who would you take? Kozlowski. There's one Ford. 230, I wouldn't do it, though. I wouldn't. It's not my money. Okay. Well, Denhouse is in all the good groups, too, now. Oh, yeah. He moved up. Stenhouse is, Stenhouse is the leader in the clubhouse now. I was talking to him about that yesterday. <laughs> okay. here I think this is one right here. Group D at DraftKings. Reddick, Toyota. Busher and a Ford. Bowman and a Chevy. Sindrick, the long shot at 285. And Sindrick is a good speedway racer, is he not? Won the 500. Does Talladega disagree? You say hit or miss, 21st and 9th. He's only, run, he's only run there twice. He's getting better every time he goes. I like Cindric just because, back to your point about plus money chop, I think those are basically an even wash, and he's the longest odds. That's why I would say it. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't hate Group C with Stenhouse at plus 280. The only problem is it could be on fire upside down. <laughs> or he could win. You know, they have a bunch of oddball stuff over here. Winning team, HMS 350, Penske 420, Gibbs. Man, they just thought. Ooh. How about that Penske plus 500 Barstool? I don't hate that because you get Logano and Blaney, both 12 to 1 drivers. But here's the thing before I took plus 500, I would just, put, if I was going to put $100 at plus five, well, because you get, you get Cindric as well. My math was getting ready to fall apart. Yeah, and um, Cindric's good at this style of racing. It's not a bad idea. Three Fords, three of the, I mean, yeah. Stuart Haas and 
It's Stuart Haas. I mean, I, I know RFK is going to be mad when I say this, but it's Stuart Haas and, and um, Penske. What's the Ford to win? Uh, Ford to win plus 135. Not enough to worry about. Toyota just doesn't have the numbers. I don't know. Travis wants to know why Caesars doesn't even have track house. They just skipped them, forgot them, didn't even like them. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe they like the it. Richmond lines like I did. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, Chubb, but now that you have. Yeah, got to put a little more bold. Got to put a little more bold on the files because my man Chop <laughs> opened one a day and he was ripping and tearing into the professor. And then he realized he was looking at the uh, Richmond predictor. <laughs> yeah, Why is Barry on here? <laughs> Don't you yeah, know Josh. Elliot's back? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, Elliot is back, but they're not racing at Richmond. So you decide <laughs> what you want to do. All right. How about the Larson head to heads over there? Nothing. Travis is shaking his head. All right. Well, well if you listen uh, to by, this by Sunday, we'll ha- they'll have a bunch for sure. Let's talk about the ones I do like plus money. The joy of Marola, plus money. Not sure about that one. You can stop there. That's the only plus money on the board. It's ridiculous. There's no plus. There's no plus money in any books. Ugh. You know why? Because they're listening to you, chop. You Tell get in their pocket one time. Boy, they zip their wallet closed. They said, we'll show him. That's it. You're done, chop. <laughs> <laughs> After Carmel, he might be down for business. Shoo. I had to check on him. <laughs> we had to do a wellness check. <laughs> All right. Ford heavy. 30 to one's the magic number. We like the Fords up front. Chop's going to sprinkle in some back half top tens. Actually, and I, I mean, I think there's a bunch of top tens to be had here. A lot of plus money top tens. I, I think Chop's going to be heavy on the top tens. Yep. Maybe a few groups waiting on the matchups. We're looking for plus money, plus money only, unless it's getting Larson. He might fade Larson. He might not. No, um, Larson. Oh, he's fading Larson. Here you have it. Ford to win isn't enough. Toyota three and a half to one. I mean, there's only five of them, six of them. With Reddick in it, do you take the three and a half to one? I wouldn't. No, what we didn't talk about Reddick today. What's his? Uh, what's he look like? Go ahead, Professor. Speak your mind on Tyler Reddick. So the last three races there, he's been 28th, 39th, 39th. He's got two seventh place finishes there, but that's before this car. Oh, okay, so hold on a minute. Let me just back up. 41 minutes ago, we said, who are we going to fade? And you didn't bring up Mr. 39th and 39th? You didn't think that was a fade, huh? You, I mean... I think there was 39 cars in the field, maybe 40. So give or take, he fitted dead last. You, you so want me Chop, to give you some more fade? Hey, Chop, could you, you define what fade, fade could you Could you define what fade means again for the professor? Because apparently somewhere on the beach, he must have seawater in his ears still. It says Tyler Reddick at Talladega in the, defini- in the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Last time we faded Reddick, we had a DH tweet too. Oh, we yeah. might be going two for two. Fade well, Reddick. You ready for this? He he's only finished three of his last nine drafting races. Again, there's the nugget. <laughs> he didn't even know he had the nugget. That nugget, he shook his pocket, and that if one I, fell out. If I didn't uh, just look down and see that we skipped him, we would have not had that nugget. Thanks a hey, lot. Prof- Hold on, Professor. Are you on another gambling podcast you're saving this stuff for? Because I thought this was your one. Are you on another one? Should we be following a second gambling podcast where you really give us the good What's the deal? I, I didn't want to be involved in another Denny Hamlin, Tyler Reddick tweet 
thing. Oh, you're involved. You are involved. (laughs) Okay. I don't need Danny tweeting about me. Okay, hold on. Now I got to go back to this whole thing. Fade Reddick now comes out. (laughs) Holy snikes. Oh, my goodness. Well, how do, how do we get... Richter's got him 25th. All right. We're, we're, we're fading Reddick. We're fading Reddick and we're fading Larson. Yep. Find him in the head to heads. Going to fade him. You said you had some other fades. Who you got? Professor. Me? Yeah. Me? You said what do you, you think he's fades? talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> me? You talking to me? What are you talking to me? You're worried about these guys are going to tweet about you? Come on. Oh, oh my goodness. You're killing me. I, I want to fade Bubba, too, but you guys didn't want to. So. Okay, no, well, the, I don't like This that. is an open forum of discussion here. You could say you're full of crap and tell me why. I told you already why. He's got one finish better than 14th. Okay. And it was rain shortened. Okay. Put it on the notes. We're, if yeah. we're fading, Job says no. Cheat, though. You can put it in the notes. It's not going on the bed sheet, though. Fair. So just so I'm clear, make sure I get this right for the headline. The (laughs) professor is fading all of 2311. Yes. That's true. Great. The whole company. You're fading the whole company, the whole building. Yeah. Make sure you say professor. Oh, I am professor and bold. Don't put this one on the chop. I mean, we can all agree on Reddick. Right. But Bubba? Woo! I am gonna wear some Jordans later today too. I was gonna say, Mikey, Mike, or my, Michael might be giving you a call. What the hell? I'm telling you. Woo! Hmm? Well, you know, the there's the good news. Lie. Okay, well, look, hold on a second. Here's the good news for 2311. The last time he was so confident, they were gonna win. <laughs> so I feel pretty good for 2311. Chop, you might want to put a little nugget on the 23 yeah. and the 45 to win. Just out of print. It might be t- worth a half a unit just to prove the professor wrong. We if they win, it. professor, I mark this down. This is me, Denny Hamlin. Circle this day on the calendar. <laughs> if 2311 wins Talladega after fade both of them over in the right hand corner, then you are going to want to tune in next week because it is going to be a rip-roaring disaster for the professor. I'm going to triple coffee up. I come in so hot, he'll have nothing to say. Mark it, write it down, mail it off. This week's um, podcast is going to be called They're Going to Lose. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. You just stepped right in it. <laughs> oh, he did. Make sure you put give that to the professor for credits. Oh, speaking of which. Who owes? I owe someone a beer. Oh, boy. We're not talking about it. I lost. Joel Damon. Hold on. We got to talk about this. <laughs> I had a Joel Damon top 20 bet, professor. You didn't hear this, right? So we're, we did some serious RBC last week. And I said, hey, man, I got Joel Damon top 20. And Travis come out of his seat and cackling. That's the worst bet I've ever heard. I was all right. Bet me for a beer. Sure. No problem. Here's the deal. Day one, he Rick Allens me. Joel Damon, Joel Damon is leading midday, finishes second or third on the day. Trav puts it on the the group chat with a picture and oh, good bet. And I mean, it was so bad. Guess what happened? Like a seven over missed cut. So I told him, I said, the Rick Allen nullified the bet. If you talk about it, I ain't paying. It ain't happening. Um, So so give us the handicap. Who do you like in the you like Parker for a long shot? You like Austin Hill? I don't like any. I don't like any of them because of the odds. All right. That was a waste of 10 minutes. Yeah, it was. We can cut that right <laughs> out, Trav. We're going to cut that right out, Trav. 
And the part the part about 2311, too. No, oh, no. he's getting nervous. Oh, no, no, no. That's that a saber. Is this is going to be the worst race for me. I'm not going to be able to pay attention. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so good. All right, listen, if you want a little bit more of this, you want some hot takes, I would suggest tuning in to Actions Detrimental. Our man, Danny Hamlin, he is not afraid to talk about anything, even the chopper and his flexibility. If you want uh, some good picks, stick with us here on Dirty Mode Dough. Guys, it's Talladega. It's a little bit of a, uh, I won't say it a crapshoot, but it's going to be a, a little bit of a probably smaller bet sheet if Chopper can control himself. It's going to be excited to see if Chopper can win some money and if the Professor Dares shows his face next week on the podcast. You have to turn in to listen, tune in to listen. Profe- from the now glowing red-faced Professor, Chopper can't wait to celebrate his favorite holiday. I'm your host, Steve Tart. Thanks for tuning in. Check out Dirty Mode Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.